You have an amazing future ahead of you. So don't be caught up in the present or stuck because you feel you've passed your due date. There is no better time than right now to get yourself set up and you may need tools to make your goals happen. You don't need to reinvent the wheel. You don't need to discover it on your own or do it alone. Don't keep waiting for something to land on your feet also. People that feel that there is some external factor that will happen in their careers that they have no control over and that suddenly an opportunity will appear. Something will happen because they deserve it. Renata Bernardi, and this is the Job Hunting Podcast, where I interview experts and professionals and discuss issues that are important for job hunters and those who are working to advance their careers. So make sure that you subscribe and follow, and let's dive right in. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Job Hunting Podcast. Let me tell you, today has been such a crazy day here in my office. We've had construction work happening outside all day, and I had planned to record episodes today, and I've just been waiting and waiting for the construction workers to go, and I think they will be back here very early in the morning tomorrow because apparently this is a week-long project for the council. Oh dear, that's the problem of recording podcasts at home. If you ever want to record a podcast or have your own show, remember that. It's not easy, you know, between the gardeners in your house and other houses and building works and things happening around your office and inside your house as well. It can be very frustrating. So apologies for sharing this with you, but I thought it would be a bit of fun. If you want to know more about what happens to me day to day, if you're interested and curious about that, and if you're not, that's totally fine. But if you are, follow me on Instagram because, you know, that's where I share some stories. And I did share the very loud noise that was just outside my door on my Instagram stories today. Anyway, today the episode is how to start job hunting from scratch. So maybe if you found this episode, you're new to this podcast. So please remember to subscribe. It's a weekly podcast and I do episodes every week. They are released on Monday evenings, Australian time, which if you're in the US, that's Monday morning, your time and in the UK as well. So yeah, every week it's been going on for three years and I do a newsletter, which I send out Tuesday morning, first thing my time, and I send the new episode and I send a whole bunch of news and opportunities for you if you're job hunting. And I strongly recommend that you subscribe because then we'll be always be in touch and you can also reply to that newsletter and send me any tips or advice or ideas for future shows that you would like to see. I love to get a few reply backs when I send out the newsletter. It's always good fun for me. And yeah, I have, you know, a couple of episodes that I have designed based on feedback that I receive either on social media through my social media channels and people sending me DMs or, you know, emails that I get from you listeners. So thank you so much. And I wanted to share three tips that I think might help you start to think about your job search and career goals in a more efficient way, in a way that, you know, pushes you forward and gets you out of that rut. And I tapped on this subject before, of course, but 
I don't think I've ever done an episode about starting job hunting from scratch. You know, like I do this because just this morning I got contacted by somebody who has been in the same job for three decades. I have clients of mine that have been on the same job for almost two decades and they are great at what they do. All my clients, people that reach out to me for LinkedIn audits, for consultations, to have me as a retainer for a few months to support their job hunting or career advancement. You are all amazing. If you're listening, <laughs> you already know because I'm just in awe, you know, of the people that reach out to me. And I know that many of my listeners, and if not all of them, are the same. But that doesn't mean you know how to job hunt, right? You probably agree with me. Please, you know, nod with your head. <laughs> this is a conversation. I'm here by myself, but I can feel you. I can kind of get an idea of who you are. And if I'm wrong, email me, DM me, and let me know. But I have a feeling that a lot of people listening don't know how to start job hunting. So if that's you, and if you're ready, let's do this together. I'm recording this at the end of January 2023, and January is a funny month because it starts on a high with people doing New Year's resolutions and being, feeling so strongly about building habits, and then they forget all about it three weeks into January. The third week of January is usually one of the most difficult times in the entire year. You know, there's a lot of analysis and statistics that show that that's when people get really depressed or unwell and unhappy. And that's usually when we get our bills from all the gifts we bought during Christmas. And I feel that February is a much better time to start. And if you're starting this in any other month, that's the best time to start, believe me. Whatever time you feel motivated is the best time. But because I'm recording this at this time of the year, it's usually when I have ideas like this, you know, like um, January, it's really a bummer. In February, you almost get like more resilient because you've gone through January, the ups and the downs. And now, you know, if you survive that, you really want and you know, you're really determined to make the change, then February is a good month to start. And if you're ready, let's go. All right. So the first thing that I think you should do if you're job hunting from scratch is to make a wish list for your career. I feel that people can get really confused and not see the difference between things that they can take action right now and big dreams. Sometimes dreams can be actionable, of course, but probably not all at once. And sometimes they don't actually fit at all with your life. They are just lovely ideas that float in your head and they don't translate very well when you try to take action. So here's a personal example from me. <laughs> You know, sometimes I dream about going back to singing again. I used to sing when I was in my late teens, early 20s. And in fact, I was, I think I was very good at it. I remember when I was applying for permanent residency here in Australia and we were working with an agent and he said, look, we will try our best to do the permanent residency through Andrew, which is my husband, and his IT skills. And if that doesn't work, then the best second option would be to do it through Renata's singing. And we hadn't even thought of that, <laughs> but you know, you never know, right? So that was a sliding door moment because it did work out with Andres IT skills. And I was studying and doing my Bachelor of Commerce at Melbourne University. And then I followed the corporate career and I've been very happy ever since. This fantasy of bringing back to life my singing is a dream. And it's something that sometimes I think about, but it's not a great priority. 
for me because giving it the time of day means not prioritizing other things that are more exciting dreams that I have already actioned, like having my own business in career coaching, or I am about to action, like, for example, relearning a third language, which will be either French or Italian. And I need to start taking action about that soon because I want to go to Europe this year and I want to, you know, go back to French or Italian. I remember the first time I went to Europe, my French was so good. And now I don't think I could string two sentences together. <laughs> so I need to go back and, you know, those things take time and I need to action them and I can't do all at once. And I don't think that there is any space in my life, at least not in the next decade, for me to go back to singing. And I don't want to because I have other priorities and other bigger dreams. So this is an idea of making of something that I could definitely have put in my wish list if I had done this exercise. But then I would go, all right, that wouldn't work. You can think as big as you want when you're doing this wish list because it's not like you're going to take action. It's just a wish list at this point. It's without any pressure at all to perform. But then from that list, you can then decide what you might like to achieve and you can start translating that into action-based goals that you can then follow through. So, you know, this is a great first step for you to start if you're starting job hunting from scratch. Now let's look at my tip number two. Tip number two is to focus on actions instead of results. So creating action-based goals is the key to a successful job search strategy. And it's very different from focusing on results only. So what I want is for you not to get caught up in the fantasy, in romantic notions of what it would be to have a new job in the future that will solve all of your problems, will pay you better, it will have a better salary and a better title and better positions in a nicer organization. Be careful with that fantasy, be careful with the vanity metrics and just to think about that as your goal. Instead of those results-based goals, try to think about what actions you can take tomorrow to start moving you to that preferred future. Because there is a lot that we can do to change our lives and we need to do that instead of just thinking about them. So you need to focus on actions and things that you can do yourself so that you can take control of what inputs and activities you put into that strategy, right? So if you're a corporate professional and you're thinking about it as a project for you, think about all of the things you need to input and all of the activities that you need to initiate to take you to that preferred new job that you want or promotion or career, be it a change in career or career advancement. Those are the things that can lead to the desired outcome that you seek. That's why I recommend developing action-based goals. And these are things that you can directly control. So I've developed a free resource. It's called the Optimized Job Search Schedule. Many of you have already downloaded it. Fantastic. Adopt it and incorporate it and do those changes, the distribution of activities that I suggest in the three different schedules that I invite you to adopt, not the three, well, you should choose one, but make those changes into your daily and weekly routine. Approaching your goals this way means that your goals will motivate you to take action, 
rather than be result-driven goals that usually will intimidate you and will not make you know how to move forward to achieve those results. So here's an example. This is the type of goal that I want you to avoid. It's the one that says something along the lines of, I will get a new job in two months that pays me $200,000. Okay, that's a great goal to have, but that is a preferred future. It should be on your wish list. Instead, consider taking action-oriented goals. They will sound more like this. Make one high-quality connection with a recruiter every two weeks. This means that you need to take action, <laughs> okay? You need to identify the recruiters, get in touch with them, make those strong connections somehow by applying for roles or introducing yourselves inside Research or Career. There is this amazing little email template to help you introduce yourselves to recruiters. And that template alone is worth gold in my eyes. And many people, you know, come back to me saying they really enjoy using that template. So obviously, making more good connections with recruiters will eventually translate into recruiters keeping you top of mind for future opportunities that they have with their clients, which are the employers. This can take weeks, this can take months, this sometimes can take years, but it's a sustainable strategy for you to have to optimize your job search time, you know, the time you invest in job searching. And they lead to potential great jobs that you are seeking to have in the future. Okay, so if you have already downloaded Optimized Job Search Schedule, but you haven't looked at it in a while, go back and look at it. If you have not downloaded it, go to my website and do that. There's a link in the episode show notes, or you can go to renatabernardi.com, R-E-N-A-T-A-B-E-R-N-A-R-D-E.com, and it will be there. Okay, in the episode show notes, everywhere you look at this podcast, you listen to this podcast, people sometimes don't know, but you know, there's a little blurb that we write with the links and, and timestamps and a link to the bigger blog that we write on our website. And that's where all the links that I mention are. If you can't find a link, let me know. But usually we're very good at adding all the links there to the episode show notes. All right, here is another tip for you. Tip number three, that's another thing that really concerns me. People that feel that there is some external factor that will happen in their careers that they have no control over and that suddenly an opportunity will appear. Something will happen because they deserve it. Guess what? A lot of people deserve a lot of good things, but that doesn't necessarily translate to those good things happening to them. And I want you to take control of your career outcomes. So for that reason, I'll say once again, the optimized job search schedule, right? I created it originally for my clients who did not understand the distribution of tasks that are needed for a successful job search strategy. They thought, like many professionals do, that job hunting is about applying for jobs they see advertised. And nothing is further from the truth. If you've listened to my interviews with recruiters, with people that are experts in this, they will say that in every episode. And the optimized job search schedule will help you create the perfect job search routine for your needs that suits your needs, no matter how much time you have. You can have a little bit of time or all day for job searching. 
And we have three different schedules for you to choose from because of that difference of time and investment that you are able to make in your job search routine. This way, you can work effectively and efficiently towards your goals and have action-based goals and not results-oriented goals. The link for you who are new to this, don't have the optimized job site schedule, you can find it in the episode show notes, or you can go to my website, renatabernardi.com, R-E-N-A-T-A-B-E-R-N-A-R-D-E. I wish you all the best with your career and your job search, and please keep listening to this podcast, go back to the archives and you will find some amazing episodes for you to learn from as well. If you're new to job hunting, this is the podcast for you. Ciao for now and I will see you next time. Bye-bye.